Blog Talk Radio. Finally, a global program specifically for wealthy, philanthropic women who are humble, gracious leaders. Sylvia Global's host, Gil Sylvia, invites you to join her in these conversations with first ladies of nations, households, business, and communities. Trustworthy, live conversations with women from around the globe provides a place for your voice to connect with women of integrity, passion, and purpose. Now... was, uh, what should an aspiring entrepreneur do when she is dealing with um, life's trials that have nothing to do with her business, um, and whether to set her pursuit of her entrepreneurial goals aside while she handles um, some of life's trials, like health setbacks or financial issues, things like that. Let's be a little bit. Let's be a little bit more specific, okay? Um, okay. What are some of the examples of the entrepreneurial goals? Um, I guess probably starting an online business or looking to invest in real estate. Okay. So I've known, um, you know, there have been lots of moments and in time, and lots of individuals who have, are aspiring to be entrepreneurs. And while they're in the process of doing that, you know, they're working regular jobs or they're in school or they're at home and and it just seems like they can't quite get ahead, you know, because they keep encountering setbacks along the way. And how do you keep going in the midst of those setbacks? Is that an example of what you're asking? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 It is definitely a fear of getting stuck and instead of a fear of not, not ever achieving your goal. So I don't know how to um how to sort of work through that. How have you been working through it? Um well I'm kind of I feel like I'm at that that sort of junction right now where I'm, I I guess I've I've put um I've set those goals aside and I've done it consciously and I think like subconsciously too or maybe that's not the right word maybe intentionally and un- unintentionally um is better where I've um, sort of found myself that I haven't worked on it, you know, in a couple of weeks. I haven't thought about it because I've had some new life events that have occurred. And I've just been very busy sort of focused on those things. So I know that starting a business is difficult. And I know that um, a lot of people, like you said, do it while they're working a full-time job in corporate America. So I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be a sacrifice. Um, I'm just wondering if it's wise to sort of either push through this and keep pushing towards your entrepreneurial goals or if you should, if it's wise to sort of set uh, set them aside so you can focus on the things that you need to sort of fix or deal with in your life, like health uh, or other things. You know what I found, Anana? 
I found, you know, right this at this moment as we talk, I'm looking out a window and there's a, a beautiful ocean and marina view. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking at people who are paddle surfing and ducks that are just, you know, in the water. And one of the mm-hmm. things that comes to mind every time I see this is how peaceful, you know, their movement is. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not, you know, they're not fighting any currents. They're kind of going, mm-hmm. gliding with the current. Even last week when there were heavy Santa Ana winds here um, and there were warnings about being in the ocean, I went across the street to the beach and I watched um, windsurfers. And there mm-hmm. were, it, was so, it was so beautiful because there were probably in, in my immediate area at least 10 windsurfers. And the tides were rough, the water was high, and no one else was out there except for people who had the equipment to glide with the wind. Mm-hmm. You know, and they and there was one man who was literally looked like a little kid, like he had raced off of, out of work, changed into his wetsuit and was could hardly wait to get in the water. Mm-hmm. And I went up to talk to him. He was probably in his late forties, maybe early fifties. And to see that kind of childlike movement in his body was really refreshing and inspiring. And what was also refreshing and inspiring for me was to see them rushing into the current that everyone else had been warned to stay away from. And they, but, they, but they had the right equipment to seize the advantages that came with those rough currents. So I can't help but wonder... You know, if there's not a a spiritual answer to this entrepreneurial business question, and that is finding the place within your own life, within your own mind, and your own walk with Christ that gives you peace and be willing to just ride it out, you know, just go with it instead of doing anything that would make you feel like you're fighting the current, you know, of the the current circumstances. So if you're tired because there's medical problems and and that's your body saying it needs something to be restored. And most often um, what helps in the quickest restoration is rest. You know, and peace be still. You know, it says in Isaiah, too, you know, in repentance and in quietness is our rest and strength. You know, is our peace and our strength. In peace and quiet is our strength. I've got it all screwed up, but I'll get the right verse for you. But the, the message in that verse are four words, in repentance and rest. So I think that word repentance is acknowledging where we could go wrong or maybe going the wrong direction or we may be fighting against the current, if we acknowledge it, then that's a repentance, let's acknowledge it. And then in quiet is our rest. You know, in quiet is our peace, which is our strength. So finding a place within, not that you need approval, you're not going to seek approval or justification for your own, arriving at your own answer. It's going to just come from within you. 
finding a place that gives you peace where you just say, you know what, I can ride this ride this out if I do this. You know, so in um, as an example for my own life, um, and it was, you know, it's medically related as well, um, along with financially related. It's like, man, I, I couldn't for, you know, it seemed like I made incredible progress. Things were going coming along um, just swimmingly. And then it seemed like it was just all falling apart quite swimmingly, you know, like just like water just going out of between my fingers. I couldn't, you know, hold it. And then finally you know, got tired of doing the dog paddle, like sucking up air, trying to figure it out, figure it out, figure it out, where I just had to release it and just say, you know what, what's the worst thing that could happen? And I I just faced the dragon, you know, by asking the question, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? And then if that happened right this moment, what would I do? And... I would still look to God, you know, I would still seek his face, I would still seek his word, I would still seek his love, I would still seek solitude and quietness in the fellowship of faith and in the Bible and know that God has me, God has you, and that whatever that desire is that he's placed in your heart, he also has a plan for helping to see it come to fruition. So... It's not um, yours to battle with. It's yours to accept and to move with. So if you think about maybe the dream right now is you want to own, um, grow your residential investments to major commercial investments and physically and financially you're too exhausted to figure it out, then let it sit, you know. Maybe you just, instead of putting pressure on yourself to try and make it happen right now, say, okay, let me just let it rest here. What's the worst that could happen, you know? And don't beat yourself up for not making the progress that you thought you should have made or wanted to make right now but embrace yourself with the same type of encouraging words and love that you would give to someone else who might be, you know, thinking the same thoughts as you. We tend to be so much harsher on ourselves than we are with anyone else, you know, Uh, most of us. not You know, there are always exceptions. But if the goal was, you know, by... May 2012, I want to own, you know, 10 commercial buildings and grow my two residential properties to 10 commercial buildings, and that was a part of your five-year plan, and you're now on year six, and you still have two residential buildings. Um, Don't beat yourself up feeling like, gosh, I failed. I think sometimes these goal-setting guidelines – put too much pressure on our, us, but if we look to nature and how the rest of life unfolds in its own timing once the seeds are planted, then it's going to happen. Our job is to not overwater it by not trying to force it to happen prematurely. 
and I think that you'll still be able to accomplish your goals in a much healthier, wiser way. The other um, part that I think is worth considering, and I've had to consider it myself as well, is um, the expectation and the definition of succeeding. And if when something's really important to us, we're going to give it the space and the time that it that's required to make the best of it. So it could very well be that everything that you're encountering right now that appears to be a setback is an incredible blessing in disguise that will make you stronger and wiser and much better equipped for all the good that is being prepared to come your way. And again, embrace it and learn as much from it as you can because that will help you be stronger, wiser, and healthier and to grow all of the gifts that you're dreaming about that have been placed in you to make you even more equipped to handle them. And to sustain it. So rather than looking at what you don't have right now or what you may not have accomplished right now or the the face of despair when you can't even begin to see how it could possibly happen right now, maybe this is the time to go take the walk in the park and just sit and have a little talk with Jesus about, you know what, let me just be still, be quiet, and acknowledge that I may be trying to force something to happen sooner than it's ready. So, Lord, show me how to make the most of where I am right now and to do to be a good steward with my health and with the finances and the resources, the blessings that I do have right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God continues to amaze me, too. And it's funny, um, I thought of a lot of things while you were speaking, um, but it's funny how you end up in places where you never expected to be, um, and God takes you on, like, a different direction than what you might have planned. I know that people say, you know, that's the way to make God laugh is tell him your plans, because <laughs> you might mm-hmm. have a certain timeline and certain goals, but that might not be God's timeline. Um mm-hmm. So it's just it's just very it's very interesting. I, right now, I just want to let God do what do His will in my life. Um, so I think that just finding that place, like you said, of peace, where I'm not fighting against anything, um, is where I need to be to handle pursuing my entrepreneurial goals and also dealing with life's trials. And I think I had a decision today because I um, had planned to go to sort of an event today, and I I couldn't seem to make it happen uh, because I was sort of like dealing with different life's different issues, um, and I, I I wasn't sure if I regretted it or not, but it would have definitely been sort of a fight to go, and I wasn't sure, um, you know, if I should have if I should have gone or not, but I was more at peace with just resting today. Yeah, so I, I know that it's. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I was just going to say that I know that if it's if it's for me to, to whatever I was supposed to get from this event, um, I know that it, 
that if I'm supposed to get it, then God will deliver it in a different in a different way or lead me to it in a different way. So I'm fine, I think, with that decision. Yeah. That's very wise, Nana. You know, so much of our society in the United States um, defines progress through hard work, sweat, tears, and fighting. Mm-hmm. And again, when I was looking at, you know, as I looked at these ducks on the water and these people paddle surfing and think about those windsurfers last week, and that as a visual of another alternative to how to approach progress and define progress, it's, it seems to be movement is movement in the direction is what leads to progress. But we don't have to all we don't have to always arrive there beat down and exhausted. Mm-hmm. You know, that we can and then arrive there too beat down and exhausted to appreciate, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we I think that we are able to still reach our desired goals and outcomes to progress. Just like you said, the information can come to you in another way. Mm-hmm. that we can get there in a place of calmness, you know, mm-hmm. of of peace, you know, and mm-hmm. people could actually marvel at, gee, you make it look so easy, you know, mm-hmm. where you can look at someone else and you're like, dang, you know, she's never available because she's always working and tired and complaining and doing too many things. You know, if you kind of have to look at, Two scenarios: Would you be rather be the one that's fighting upstream, or the one that's just kind of gliding and enjoying the ride, mm-hmm. you know, along the way while you're still moving up mm-hmm. in that direction upstream? So, I think embracing once you've identified a place of peace about what's really most important to you and accepting that you don't have to fight to Uh hope to get there, that God can bring it to you in a peaceful manner, Uh that you still accomplish the end result, but you'll marvel at the joy that came from doing it peacefully. Uh 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 Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I would go after. I would go after the peace. Yeah. You know, I would make that the priority, not the object. Um, right. The object is what you're moving and progressing in the direction of, but the peace is the current that you want to ride in order to mm-hmm. get there. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. It does. You know, I, I, this seems like it would be a lot more fun enjoying the journey. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. reaching the destination and being exhausted because then if that's the case, those are the situations that I find once we reach the destination that we're really not quite satisfied because we have another goal in mind that right. we've been trying to get to. And if we, if you go after the peace, then mm-hmm. that's a part of the journey no matter what's ahead of you and there's pleasure along the way and their satisfaction, which brings joy. Right, right. 
Yeah, and I definitely think it's good to, you know, slow everything down and enjoy, you know, each moment. And be all right. Sort of rushing ahead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't have to put so much pressure. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go on. It's it's better to probably not put so much pressure on yourself and just sort of enjoy, like you said, enjoy the journey. Yeah, we have pressure that comes from the outside. So it could be family or job or, you know, the bank or, you know, whatever, you know, external influences that add pressure. But by and large, the majority of the pressure is self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. And so if it's self-inflicted, then you can remove yourself from it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you can execute right. yourself in a manner that says, you know what, I'm, this is, you. would you put the same pressure, would you apply the same pressure to others as you do to yourself? No. <laughs> and no. if someone else were on your you know, in your recliner in your lovely home, crying and beating themselves up because, man, I was trying to get here and I didn't do that and I've been, you know, I haven't succeeded yet and I don't, I've had this setback with my health and I've had this setback with my finances, I've had a setback with my relationships, you know, and they're going on and on. You kind of look at them like, like, let me get some warm milk. You know, it's not all, is it really, in the overall scheme of things, it is very important and it's been placed on the heart for a reason and the mind, Mm -hmm. but sometimes we get it twisted and it becomes our twisted version of what we want to see as an outcome and it wasn't God's original version or intent. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's. I guess it's all about finding that place of peace. I actually, I feel it right now. So I'm sort of struggling with that question. <laughs> and now I feel like I, I definitely have a resolution. And it's okay that you're if you're behind on your timeline. It's okay if you've set it aside. It's okay. So. What's going to happen if you don't? Your health will deteriorate more, and then something right. else will remind, come and remind you that your priorities need to be realigned. Right. And getting your health in alignment is at the top of the priorities because without it, you can't do or benefit from any of the successes anyway. Mm-hmm. So getting the health, your health in line and finding joy in other areas of life beyond those specific entrepreneurial goals Mm -hmm. um, will really enhance not only the restoration of your health, but strengthen you in so many other ways beyond just the immediate health problem that, gee, once your health is restored, um, you'll be in alignment with what God wants to do with you in those entrepreneurial dreams anyway. You'll have clarity. You'll have resources coming your way that um, are probably choked off right now because they can't, you know, move through. Um, 
you know, the reason money is called currency is because it moves, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe there's some blockages there for good reasons, you know, not comfortable reasons, that once you get to a place of peace will open up and cause the currencies to flow in the form of money, currency to flow in the form of health, currency to flow towards in terms of things will work out in Mm -hmm. a way that comes so much more easily than Mm -hmm. it may right now be coming right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I look forward to that. I definitely do. Definitely you do. can start today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you already did. You already did start today when you made a decision to not force yourself to have to fight and go to something for an event, for information, when you realize that without fighting, and forcing yourself to go, you realize the information could still come to you through other ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I trust Certainly God not. for that. Hmm? I trust God for that. Mm-hmm. You know, there are definitely those moments, um, just like having a baby, you know, you've got to go through the labor pain in order to get the baby. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there are moments where, you know, where you do have to just, bite the bullet and, you know, just push on through. But even that labor process, there are times during the birth where you don't push. Right. You know, you, you the body can do what it needs to do without any additional force. Mm-hmm. And life still can be had. So... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think these might be, you know, again, as I look out the window and think about um, the question, find a place of peace. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 I think that's the answer. That makes a lot of sense. Thanks for calling. Oh, thank you. Thank you. been listening to Sylvia Global with your host, Gail Sylvia. Become a subscriber to Sylvia Global for unique listener opportunities. Follow on Twitter and like them on Facebook. For more information, go to www.sylviaglobal.com. That's Sylvia, S-Y-L-V-I-A, Global, G-L-O-B-A-L.com.